Welcome to episode number 85 of the Grab Blogger podcast. This is the podcast where helping academics change the world through online business. We're helping you by giving you the tools, the tips, the strategies, and the techniques you need to build an online business around your research experience, around your expertise, around your background, and around the change you want to make in the world. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Cloney, and today's episode is a bit different than our normal episodes. We are actually going to be playing a replay of the first training session inside the self-tenure community. The name of this monthly training session was Planning Your Road on the Self-Tenure Track, and I walked through a lot of the fundamentals of online business and building an online business as an academic in this space. Um, give some tools in that presentation on how to actually go about doing this. So if you are not familiar, the Self-Tenure Community is a entrepreneurship community for online business owners who are also academics. Uh, there's community forums. We have curated mastermind groups. We do monthly trainings like the session that you'll, you'll hear today. And as a bonus, there's one-on-one private coaching between yourself and myself inside the community as well. If you're listening to this episode when it comes out live, the community is just opened back up. We shut down for about three months after launching. And we're just getting ready to start our second mastermind session. We run these in 12-week increments in December of 2020. So you want to make sure that you get in quickly so you can have access to that. If you're listening to this in the future, you can access the current status of the self-tenure community at selftenure.com. In this training, again, the, the session title was Planning Your Road on the Self-Tenure Track. And I'm going to break up into two pieces. So in today's episode, we're going to go through the first half of the presentation. And next week's episode, we're going to th- go through the second half. In today's session, we're going to talk about aligning your business with a fantastic dream. We're going to present the Grab Blogger Business Map. This is an acronym, M-A-P. And it stands for Mission, Authority, Profit. It's really a, the way that I see that academics, that people are building businesses based on their authority and using content to drive that authority creation can build an an online business as an academic in the space. We're going to talk a lot about what is authority-based marketing. I'm going to give an example of my journey over the last several years of building this type of business inside this training session as well. In the second half of the training that we'll cover next week, we go through the P in the Grab Blogger Business Map, Profit. We're going to talk about what metrics matter in your business. We're going to talk about what to do first if you're just getting started. Then we're going to present the self-tenure progress path. This is literally a map that you can look at and say, okay, where am I at in my online business? It'll tell you what gaps you should be trying to fill in your business and what kind of strategies and approaches you should use. As always, you can download the transcripts of this podcast episode at grabblar.com slash 85. Again, if you're interested in the full training, you get access to it in the self-tenure community at selftenure.com. I've actually pulled out a, a couple of different slides with important concepts and important points that we put together as a work package that you can download for free at grabblogger.com slash 85 as well. So this includes the image of the Grabblogger business map, comparison between traditional and authority-based marketing platforms. Uh, the example that I go over in this presentation will give the uh, Gantt chart for that. And we also have the self-tenure progress path cheat sheet, which we'll be talking about more next week's podcast episode. But if you want to get an early glimpse of that, you can download the work package at grabblogger.com slash 85. So without further ado, we're going to start up this session and jump into this training on planning your road on the self-tenure track. Note that the actual presentation itself is given over slides, but I try to give in a way that still lends itself really well to audio. So you should be able to follow everything, especially if you download that work package that I mentioned at grabblar.com slash 85. So yeah, the real point of this session is to get started. It's to give the ideas behind starting an online business, some ideas behind authority-based marketing and how that fits in with building a blog, building a content system, building a profitable business. And then the outcome, the, the goal at the end of the day is I'm going to give an actual framework 
You can pick exactly where you're at on that framework, what kind of goals you should be looking towards, what kind of strategies you might be using in your business. It'll really help to identify in the masterminds, which are going to be starting next week, um, what kind of goals to set there, what kind of things to shoot for. If you're asking questions in the forum or again, working with me in the private coaching, this will be sort of your guidebook. You can see, okay, this is where we're at today. This is steps I want to take forward. So if you're tuning in live, you'll be able to download this cheat sheet. Actually, I'll send it to you an email right after the session and use that as the framework. And if you're listening to the recording of this, then we'll have the cheat sheet down below. You can download that and um, basically get everything summed up for this session in, in one sheet and figure out where you're at. So there's a, a quote that I like from MJ DeMarco in his book, The Fastlane Millionaire. And he talks about getting your road to converge with a fantastic dream. He says that you know, a road that doesn't converge with your fantastic dream is a dead end. And what I think he's talking about here is around, you know, if you have a, a business that you're growing, if you have a, a job role that you're in, if you have a life role that you're in, is that going to where you want it to be at the end of the day? You kind of look into the future, you know, one year, five years, 10 years. Are you heading towards some sort of dream that you have for your life? And if not, then you might need to to rethink that. And I'm not saying that you know, you're going to be a, a millionaire next week or that you're going to be able to move to Portugal next month, or even that those are the goals, the types of goals that you should have in your life, for your life. But the question I want to sort of start off with, and the, the question I think is really important is, are the things you're doing today getting you towards, are they converging on this fantastic dream at some point in the future? That's really the guiding principle behind the self-tenure community is to help you build a business, to give you the choice, to give you the option to, to pursue your dreams, whatever they are. Your dreams are to stay in academia and run a business on the, the side that can both support and be integrated with those roles. That is fantastic. If your dream is to do your own thing, work from homes, have more time with your family, you know that's fantastic as well. It's just a matter of making sure those things are aligned in your life and, and what you're trying to do there. So in the, the days and months and years ahead with this community, that's what we're trying to do is to help you give you the tools in order to build this business that can support your life. There's a couple of struggles. Building an online business is hard. There will be challenges along the way. First thing is, you know, we'll get through them together. That's why we have this community. That's why you can lean on others in the masterminds and community forum. But the second thing is that this training will help you give the roadmap. You're feeling right now in your business today that you're not sure what the next step is, not sure what your offer should be. If you have a bunch of offers, multiple offers, you're not sure which ones are the, the winners and which ones to kind of scrap and put on the back burner. We're going to attempt to, in this session, give you an idea, a framework to be able to, to decipher all that. But there's really a, a bigger reason why this type of session is important, this community is important. It's, it's that we need you. The, the world needs you. I want you to be able to work from Canada. That's where you want to work from. I want you to work from Prague or Portugal or from home. I want you to be able to retire your husband or your wife or your significant other work less hours if that's what you want to do. The reason I want you to be able to do that is that when you do get to doing your work, that it makes an impact, that it can actually change the world. I'm going to share some of my story and some of the work that we're doing with safety science just to illustrate the sort of impact you can have in this session as well. But each journey really starts with one step. So that's the whole point of this presentation. And what is that road? What is that path to self-tenure? And what's that one step look like for you? So then what are we going to talk about today? We're really talking about three things. I'm going to start with some of the theories behind building an online business and, and the way that I go about doing it. Um, that's really about building your authority marketing platform, your authority-based marketing platform. 
your ABMP. And we'll talk about what that means in this session. We'll talk about how maybe it's different than your traditional online marketing. You type, I want to start an online business into Google and get some results. We'll talk about how this is different than that. But I want to go on beyond just this theory. We're actually going to go into practice. Okay, well, with this ideas and where you're at today, what are the things you should be focusing on? What are the gaps you should be closing your business? What are the metrics, the things you should be looking at? What kind of strategy you should be employing and where should you be focusing your time and your effort? So we're going to give a, a, the self-tenure progress path, which is basically, here's where I'm at and here's what I should be doing. This is the, the basis point for where you move forward in the community. And that's really the third part. So how do you integrate this into what we're running in the community, the masterminds, the forms, the private coaching? This will give you the framework to say, hey, these are the next steps I should be thinking about when I'm building out my business, when I'm building out my side hustle or whatever that is for you. So I want to introduce the Grablogger business map. This is a, an idea that I've worked through with uh, some of my coaching clients on building their online businesses. And the, the map part, the MAP is an acronym. It stands for Mission, Authority, Profit. So these are the, the three components, as I see it, to, to building a successful online business. And we'll go through and talk about what these components are. We'll spend quite a bit of time on this authority piece. Because when I saw it, and I'll, I'll share the story a little bit later, but when I saw this idea of, of becoming an authority, it immediately clicked to me that that's what I was doing online. And before that, I felt lost. So we'll talk about that in a second. Before that, I want to talk about mission. So I want to talk about big M's and little M's. So the mission for my business at Dust Safety Science, and, and that business is based on the back of my PhD degree. It's based on a blog that I started during my PhD. It is my full-time business and was my full-time business for launching Grabblogger. Uh, and it's in industrial safety and specifically fire and explosion hazards in certain industries. And these industries handle powdered or dusty materials. So sawdust, coal dust, grain dust, metal dust, that nice shiny finish you have on your MacBook Air that's sitting in front of you right now or, or whatever it is, that generates a lot of aluminum dust, which is very flammable and explosible. Explosible. That's the kind of work that I work in with my, my business there. So our big ambition for that is to have one year with zero fatalities worldwide by 2038. And what we do then is to identify what are the biggest drivers of people being injured in these type of industrial explosion events. How can we as a broader community go about tackling those challenges? So that's like, that's like a big M, right? That's, that's a global goal that requires the combination of regulators, um, government entities, myself, researchers, uh, people at the pointy end of the stick implementing solutions, silly owner op and operators, health and safety managers. It's this huge goal. It's a really big M kind of mission. For Grablogger, our mission is to help a thousand academics change the lives of a thousand people each. That's how I'm going to make an impact on a, a million people in the world. So these are examples of, of big M missions. I can't tell you what your big M mission is going to be. You may know it already, or you may need to discover it throughout this process. That's totally fine. Because if you don't have a big M mission, this sort of far away in the distance driver, you can still get by and, and it's important to set these small M mission goals. So this might be get 100 visitors to my, my site, make $500 monthly or make $2,500 monthly or pay off my student loan debt. You know, There's all these kind of stop gaps you can put in the way not stopgap, sorry, but viewpoints to, uh, to strive towards as you're building an online business. It's important to identify these as you go so you have something that keeps you driving when times get difficult because they will get difficult, like I mentioned before. The important thing I want to say here is that you get to choose. 
So it's up to you to choose how big this gap is, how big this goal is. If you want to make $5,000 a month, that's great. If you want to make $5 a month, that's great too. Um, really depends on how much time you have available to put in, what kind of um, area you're in with your business. And we'll work towards those goals and increasing those move forward. But you get to choose. You get to define how big this gap is. And we'll work it towards it together. So again, in the mastermind communities, that's the whole point of that first meeting is to define what goal are we going to tackle in this next 12-month period. Um, and that really gives you, you know, that set point, that signage post they can move towards. And I like to think of this like the, you know, you're in the desert, it's really hot and you can see the ocean, but it's really far away. It's, you know, a two day, three day walk. So you keep walking as you get closer, the ocean gets bigger. As you get closer to that goal, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. But sometimes things are going to come in the way, you know, clouds might come roll in and cover up. Doesn't mean the ocean's gone just means that they're, they're hidden. And that's where this community can help support you by pulling those clouds away and show you, okay, we are getting closer. We are making progress and get to that next step. And whenever I talk about these sort of goals, I like to use the analogy of stairs. If you never come to a stair set and, and go, oh, man, that looks, well, sometimes I guess if you're, if you're traveling and you're on vacation or something, you're doing these touring over Mayan ruins or something, and you have all these stairs, you gotta go, maybe it looks like a big thing. When you start up a set of stairs, you never look at the next step and go, oh, geez, I wonder what I should do next. It's obvious. Just take the next step. And that's what I put into the mastermind document. And that's what I try to portray is we want to set the goal. So this is like the next 10 stairs. What's the stair set you need to go up? What's that obvious next thing you need to do? You never look down at the stairs and go, oh, I, I, I wish somebody would tell me what I got to do to get up the stair set. No, you just take the next step. So that's this whole terminology around defining what your obvious next step is. You'll find that if you start that next step, maybe it's open a Google Doc and start typing some ideas, or maybe it's create a blog post that's empty on your website, or start an email to somebody. If you do that first step, you'll take the next step, and you'll take the next step, and before you know it, you'll be at the end of that goal. But if you sit there at the bottom staring at the whole stair set and never get started, then, then you might be in trouble. So that's where that whole obvious next step comes from. That's the framework that I kind of think of my mind for it is here we are today. If you're at the bottom of the stairs, you don't think, well, what's the, the next step? You just take that step. So that's really it on the kind of mission, goal setting ideas. This is some high level stuff. We're going to get into more details as we go on this presentation. And again, we're going to get into more of the actual practical implementation of these ideas as well. So let's get into the meat then. What is authority-based marketing? How many people have actually heard of this term before coming to this session today, that'll give me an idea. Um, is it something that you've, you've thought about in terms of your business? You got a couple of yeses. Perfect. So I'll be open and honest here. When I got started in 2016 with my blog, after failing to be an entrepreneur a couple of times and failing to even you know create what I, I envisioned as this amazing startup before I even got into the online world, the blog started being successful started getting people there and I even started monetizing and we'll talk about that in a couple of slides. But I had no clue what I was doing. And I don't know, maybe you feel like this or felt like this at any point, but it's like nobody is doing what I'm doing online. Nobody and then any of your academic friends, nobody understands what you're what you're doing online either. But none of the online people understand what you're doing in academia. So you do feel kind of like this island out there. And I was reading a book called ProBlogger. The Secrets to Blogging Your Way to a Six-Figure Income by Darren Rouse and Chris Garrett. Um, Darren Rouse owns problogger.com, which was still is a pretty big blogging website, but now so many people have come in that it's uh, not as popular anymore. Um, but 
the interesting part of the story was Chris Garrett. He owned a website called authorityblogger.com. And I think that's now chrisg.com. But he had this really interesting line. And I remember reading it said, Darren makes money from blogging. I don't do that. I make money because of blogging rather than directly from it. I make money based on the authority that my blogging gives me. And this just sort of clicked and switches started turning on my head. And I went, that's what I do. As blogging as an academic, I'm building up this authority and I'm going to make money because of my blogging, not directly from it. Not because I have an amazing sales line funnel with a nurture sequence as a tripwire and then a medium price product and then a high price product. And you know, after some time, people will be through this giant funnel they can't climb out of. Um, that's not what we're talking about here. And yes, we got uh, somebody put some links to Chris Jarrett's, Garrett's information there. So that's perfect. But it really clicked in my head that that's what I was doing. And this was during the early days. And we'll talk in, in just a slide or two on what that looked like. But it really clicked in my head that authority marketing is what we're doing as academics, as people starting blogs, starting online businesses. So I want to talk about the marketing pipeline. It really is three steps, traffic, conversion, delivery, any online business or any business division in your business has the same three steps. You get people in, you convert them, um, and then you actually deliver something at the end of the day. This looks different if you do traditional marketing, maybe it's a funnel. And I'm not a big fan of the word funnel. I always picture somebody getting stuck in and trying to climb out the walls and not being able to get away and you sort of trap them in this thing. Um, I prefer sales sequence or a sales pipeline, sales process, but that's neither here nor there. It looks different from traditional marketing to authority-based marketing. In traditional marketing, you know, maybe you have a sales video that's on a social media platform. It goes to a sales page, convert people and sell a ticket to your event there. If you're in authority marketing, an example might be somebody's talking about a topic. Maybe it's how to build masterminds or how to get a job in as a, a biological engineer or in health sciences or whatever it is. And somebody says, hey, I know somebody who knows, can tell you how to do that. And they say, that's Sarah such and such from the site. They go check out your site and they send you an email and say, hey, Sarah, this is amazing. I need help with this. Can you help me out? And it's just a different sales sequence going through the whole process when it's more of an authority blog. So I want to talk a bit about what this authority-based marketing platform looks like. Have your traditional online marketing options, search engine optimization, content marketing, sales funnels, nurture sequences. This stuff is all good and it only gets better if you build authority in your space. The thing that I liked about this as a idea and a concept for academics in this space is you get to add a bunch of really cool stuff. So obviously podcasting, speaking, video, those are all sort of you know personal brand development options, but you can other, do other interesting things. You know, research articles builds authority, committees and associations, research projects, hosting events, public relations. These are all different ways to build up traffic and build up authority in your, your ABMP, your authority-based marketing platform. And if you get to the point where you're generating enough revenue from your business, you can actually do some of these things because you choose to, because they're fun, not because you have to. Um, so I'm actually starting to get on some research projects now in the dust explosion world and writing some research articles because I have time now in my business to do that and because I have the business that's profitable and generating that behind it. Not because I have to publish or perish to get on the, the tenure track because I'm working towards my own self-tenure track. In terms of conversions, your sort of typical traditional online marketing funnels, um, email funnels, lead magnets, cold outreach, 
again, this looks different if you have a personal brand, things like discovery calls. I know some people on the call listening to this training do this in their business. It's a much better way to have a 15-minute discovery call, figure out if they're right for you, if you're right for them and work together. Or if you're not, then send them to somebody else that can, can help them out. It's so much more efficient than a, a low-end tripwire and you know a medium product and then getting them into your one-on-one coaching. And if you build authority in your space, you have access to those sort of discovery calls. Direct email. I ran a conference in February this year, 2020, with 250 people for dust safety science. The first 50 tickets I sold from just emailing people. So I just looked at my contact kind of Rolodex of people I had relationships already. I emailed 150 signed up for the conference. This is the power of you know being seen as an authority in the space, already having connections. When you do these direct emails, people already know that you have the goods, that you're doing this um, in your space and that you're making a difference in the world. And we have other aspects, referral marketing, super fans, um, founding member releases. I mean, I did not have a large, I didn't even have a, a, a traditional funnel for the self-tenure community launch. I did mostly direct emails and I sent three emails to the grab blogger email list. And that's how we get started here. So you can do this as you build those relationships. And many of the folks that have joined self-tenure. I've known for three and four years through helping them with their business behind the scenes in older communities or just email or having them reach out um, or have built that relationship with things like podcasts and video and that. So at this point, you might be thinking, you know, okay, that's great. Well, how do I do this? So I want to share my story, not because I think I'm special and not because I think it's tremendously interesting, but I've heard from others that maybe there are some things to pull out. And I encourage you not to think these ideas won't work for me kind of flipped on his head and say, well, how could these ideas work for me? Is there anything from a content perspective, from community building, um, or for setting these big kind of mission goals in my business that I can implement and start making a change today? So this is, a, I guess, a story about building an authority-based marketing platform. So I left my job, my full-time employment of five years in July of 2016 um, in order to finish my PhD. I've been doing my PhD at that point for already five years. And I just wasn't going to get it done working full-time. I also had this sort of side passion of entrepreneurship. And with working 60-hour weeks, plus trying to do my PhD, there just was no time for this. So I thought this might give me some time to do my own thing. I um, looked at some startup options and that, and nothing really made sense. So I sort of got upset at one point and said, well, I'm just going to... And I got on these podcasts about um, blogging and stuff. So I'm just going to write about what I do every day, which is this dust explosion world. And I started a blog on on dust explosions. It was called mydustexplosionresearch.com. This screenshot was taken a little bit after that, but it's still the same layout that I created myself from the start. You definitely don't need design skills if you've noticed my great designs there. I didn't have a logo. My logo was these bubble letters that said worst name ever, mydustexplosionresearch.com. And things didn't get much better when I created my own logo either. So this is what my website looked like. But I started creating content in the space. So in August, I did one post. September, I did three. In October, I did eight. And then I really went all out in November and December of those years. I did 40 blog posts, I think in 56 days. I also shared every day on LinkedIn, either my blog post or content from others or news articles. Content curation is a system I use a lot in, in my online business. Uh, I started posting every day on LinkedIn. It started to get a following of people that were coming to the site. But posting every day, five times a week is not a sustainable strategy. And I didn't have another blog post for like three months in 2017. I was completely burnt out from writing. 
and yeah, I, was, I mean, I still try to do my PhD at the same time and I was writing every day these blog posts. It was getting to be pretty killer. So I started saying, well, how can I, how can I leverage this content creation more? And started looking to the online world. And the, the big thing I did was I did what was an expert roundup post. So I did the, the world's first and only, I can guarantee it, expert roundup post on combustible dust safety. So emailed, uh, I think, 80 altogether people around the world on my field, which is combustible dust safety. Asked them, what is the number one problem facing industries handling combustible dust? What is the number one difficulty in dust explosion research? Um, and you see we had people submit replies from the US, from Canada, Australia, Hungary, Japan, Brazil, Czech Republic, Netherlands, Germany, all over the place. And this post still ranks really well and still drives a ton of traffic to my site um, several years after we, we initially published it. But more than that, it started to bring this community feel to the website because every one of these people want to share with their contacts this kind of amazing piece of material. And it really started to build me up as sort of the provider of this material, I guess, the bringer together, if you will. And that was tremendously bad grammar, but that's okay. Bringing this material together in, in a way it's digestible for people. On the content side, it brought me a whole ton of information on what challenges do people have? What is the number one difficulty? I basically spent the next two years writing, um, writing content and shooting podcast episodes of both the challenges brought up in this blog post um, because it was a great way to source that information. This was not for the faint of heart. It took two months to, to get this post together, um, but it was a, a really big way to move from content creation to building a community as part of my blog People really then saw it as a, a part of, you know, the the bigger global approach to safety in this area. So moving further down the track, I started a newsletter because what do you do after you create some blog posts? Well, you obviously start a newsletter. You actually do. I would highly recommend that as part of your business because um, it, it really propelled us forward. I have a lot of strategies on newsletter creation, on what kind of content to put in there, how to increase viewership. Um, we're just not going to be able to cover those in this session, but they are... Um, available. We'll do trainings on them later as well, or shoot me a message in the in the form or in the private coaching. But I started to do this weekly newsletter where I was talking about the incidents that were happening around the world, any sort of new news. Um, and by June 2017, a couple things happened. So one, I was a year away from finishing my PhD. I started to think I'm going to, have to do something. I started making some money here. Else I'll have to get a job when I when I finish my PhD. So I looked around some ways to monetize, and I actually. First thing I did, and the, the first money I ever made online, I emailed a group when I had 200 people on my newsletter and said, Would you pay $200 a month to put your logo in a sponsor block at the bottom of the newsletter? And they emailed me back and said, We'll take a year. So I'd never made a single dollar online. And then I had this offer for $2,400. So immediately self doubt started creeping in. I, uh, I realized, you know, they, they must not realize there's a price tag associated. I looked up my email and didn't say anything about price in the email. I had to click on the link. So I, I emailed the person back and said, Hey, you know, uh, I, I really, I should have put this in the email, but there's a, there's a price associated with this. <laughs> it's $200 a month. I, and I laughed because I, I remember how nervous I was and emailed back with the two minutes said, yes, I know. Of course there is. Here's my marketing manager's email. She'll send you the, the, the text. <laughs> and I was just like, Oh, wow. Okay. So I obviously underpriced it. I gave them three months um, and immediately increased the price of the newsletter sponsorship. I knew I was on to something there. For the rest of 2018, I didn't write... Well, I think I wrote like three or four blog posts through all of 2017, 2018. 
because I was doing my thesis research at the time. But I was doing these newsletters and I started collecting guest posts from other contributors with how well the extra roundup went. I said, well, this really is a platform that people can can uh, share their views. And this is what I published for the majority of 2017 were just two guest posts a month on my website. So when people say you got a blog every day, well, I did that. They'll say, you know, you might take a big break or they can do guest. There's lots of ways to get content for your site. Don't feel like you got to be stuck to any one way forever. Try something out and see how it works. So we'll continue to grow the newsletter. And I started to put a lead magnet on my website, which was, I called it the Combustible Dust Instant Report. So as I was bringing together all these pieces of information and content in the space, um, I compiled them into a report every six months and released that out to the broader community. Um, and so at this point, I was making $200 a month. So well, why don't I try putting some advertising in this report? And I emailed 15 companies and said, we'll put your logo in the report on this meet com- the community page. Again, I was doing my own design work back then. So sorry for how, how bad this is, but that's, that's how it goes. Um, this was the only time at 100% buy rate. All 15 companies back and said, yes, of course we would do that. That'd be fantastic. So if you do the math, that's 2750 which I think comes out to uh, $350 a month or so, because we do it every six months. I was able then to boost my monthly recurring revenue from 200 up to $500 a month. So increased newsletter sponsorship. Um, something happened in 2018. Well, a lot of things happened in 2018. One, my thesis defense was coming up in two or three months. Two, my, we found out that, uh, that we were pregnant. My, my wife was pregnant. And three, although I was making now at this point $700 a month, I realized that that's not going to be enough to support my growing family and that I'm going to have to get a job once I finish my PhD. So I spent a lot of time thinking, how can I grow this business? What can I do? And I really doubled down on the advertising and really doubled down the messaging. I knew I'd need a new brand, a new website, so I, I created dustsafetyscience.com. In April of 2018, I defended my thesis. It was on a Tuesday. The next day, on a Wednesday, my company, DustX Research Limited, was incorporated. And then that Friday, I flew to Chicago to the world's biggest trade show in my industry with a message that we're going to put this in the world. We're going to create this company. It's a research company. It's going to tackle the challenge of people dying and fatalities from these dust explosions. And I said, we're going to take on 10 companies to be involved in this. We put in front and center of the kind of material we're creating, the kind of strategies that we're producing in the world. It was $21.95 per company. And it was the craziest three days of my life. I went to this event. I spoke in front of the, the room 500 people. So this is what we're going to do. This is the company I'm launching. This is our mission. Um, and we signed up 10 companies in three days. And there's a whole story around that. It was a crazy three days. There was lots of lessons learned, and we'll probably share that in a future training too. But that was enough for me to get up to $3,000 a month, which I had set as my, my monthly recurring revenue goal in order to continue after my PhD without getting a job. And uh, I'm happy to say that I've continued to do that now for several years afterwards, while also increasing my revenue and growing the business. So this gives you an idea of some of the things that are possible during content creation, during becoming an authority, um, during putting this big kind of mission out into the world. And it, today, our, our business really consists of a whole bunch of different business divisions. We have our education component of the Dust Safety Academy. We run an annual conference online. We have Dust Safety Professionals where we connect the community, facility owners, operators, health and safety managers with people to 
to help them with uh, equipment and consulting. And next year, we're launching the Dust Safety Foundation, which is a, an institute to give back to the community, to fund research projects, and to support communities and families that are suffering loss from these types of explosions. So this was all possible from a, a silly blog that I called MyDustExplosionResearch.com, didn't have a logo for. And we were able to kind of build this into the authority in this space of, of industrial safety for combustible dust. So just to close up on this, I really break this journey down to three pieces. Content, you got to get good at creating. You got to get good at putting it in the world. You got to fight that fear that comes up every time you press publish. That's a must. You really should start working towards creating community. This can be and should be part of your email newsletter, but bigger than that, how do you bring other people in? I used expert roundup posts. I used guest posts, but how do you make other people feel involved? Um, at one point, I emailed 50 companies and said, would you just like to have your logo on my website for free under a meet the community area? just to show who's involved. And then people just kept emailing me and say, hey, can I have my logo there? Hey, can I have my logo there? That's how we built the whole community around, around this. And eventually it was not being scared and putting ourselves out there. This is the mission. This is the change we're going to put in the world. This is how we're going to do it. And um, moving forward towards those goals. Okay, so we're going to close out this week's podcast episode there on this session. I hope you found that interesting going through aligning your business with a fantastic dream, the Grab Blogger business map talking about building the mission inside your business, also building this authority-based marketing platform for your online business. As I touched off there at the end, the rest of the presentation we'll be talking about next week on this podcast. Uh, we'll go through the P, the profit in the Grablogger business map. We'll also start to give you some tools that you can use to help design and build your business. We'll talk about what to do first if you haven't done anything on your online business yet to date. But we'll also talk about you know what to do if you can't make the income you want from your business and we'll close up with giving the self-tenure progress path. This is literally a map that says if you have zero offers, these are things you should be focusing on. If you have one offer in your business, these are things you should be focusing on. If you have multiple offers, these are things you should be focusing on. And what to do after that case to optimize your business as well. Again, you can get the transcripts of this podcast episode at grabblar.com slash 85. We put together this work package you can download with a bunch of material from this presentation including this cheat sheet that you can use for yourself to outline your self-tenure progress path, get an idea where you're at in your business today and what the steps and gaps you need to close and strategies you should use to grow your business moving forward. And with that, we'll close out this session of the podcast. If you are interested in joining the self-tenure community, you can check that out at selftenure.com. As I mentioned, when this episode comes live, in just a couple of weeks, we'll be starting up our second round of the small curated mastermind sessions. So you want to get in before that. Thank you for listening. I look forward to talking again next week. Music